0: Oh, the dearest, 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 dearest one! I saw this on Reddit, and I don't understand.
1: Welcome to Dwarf Fortress Roundtable, the podcast for all things dwarfy. I'm Jonathan.
2: I'm Roland. I'm Tony.
1: We are back. It's been a, a couple weeks. Uh, had a delay in our in our regular episode releases. so We're sorry about that. You know, life happens, though. It is uh, obviously 2020, so... But we're back.
0: Woohoo! Yay! Hey, what's going on? (laughs) Sorry. Hey, what's been going on? Lots of stuff has been happening.
1: Haven't played a whole lot of Dwarf Fortress in the last few weeks, but it looks like the community has been, you know, on fire around us. Well... Yes. uh, Well, literally for Tarn, but... Yeah. Well, maybe his community has not been on fire, but the wider community of the West Coast... True story. Uh really really was over the last few weeks.
0: I played more than I have played recently. I had this idea which I think I mentioned here a few weeks ago and, and maybe it was hubris I don't know what it was you know I'd been playing long enough that I, and I could probably survive in any biome in any condition so I was gonna do just a quick tutorial. So I spun up a world and thought, you know, golly, I'll go for an old world here. This will be fun. And so I did that. And I think um, through the course of, I don't know, probably a dozen forts, I've, I've, I've created a world that's absolutely unplayable. So, it, so it's pretty funny. So there really aren't any dwarves left at all. So that's, well, that's challenge A. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Challenge B is that the safest location I could find to embark is, is surrounded by eight towers. So that's not great. And, and so I hadn't really checked any of this until I played my first, I don't know, 12 warts or so. And then I was like, golly, this seems hard. What's going on? Uh, so I looked and yeah, I mean, basically your average embark, you get maybe a couple weeks before your first undead invasion. And so, yeah, you know, I get to the point and, and I can get walls up and make them high enough so that they can't get in. Um, And and I dealt with a whole series of climbing undead, which was fun and a new challenge as well. But, you know, but then they don't leave. So you're sort of stuck with your seven dwarves in a very safe and protected place and there's nothing you can do about it. So that's a challenge. Uh, So I think I might give up on that world. But uh, I don't know if you guys have run into anything quite so insane but um there are a lot of towers
2: um okay question about that how is the safest place in your world surrounded by seven towers
0: yeah i mean it's not safe i think is the point i'm making like it's just completely hostile and insane
2: yeah but how is that the safest place Uh, what is happening in your world that seven towers are the least of your concerns yeah and so <laughs> I, I think this might be an unplayable world, and
0: you know and even when things go well, of course, there are no migrants to be had, so even wow. if I did survive no one no one comes. I built taverns and they're empty. I think it's like a dead world except for necromancers so uh there might not there, there not there might not be a lot left <laughs> so <laughs>
2: are there are there even uh goblins
0: left I don't think so I haven't seen any if there are I should probably go in and do worlds and you know, see, see what the hell happened to this place because now I kind of want to know. But I think in my frustration, I was like, to hell with this, and I think I nuked it, but uh, I might go back and and uh, see if I've got a copy of it saved on a different machine. It was just sheer absurdity. Um, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> good times.
1: What's the opposite of, uh, of the haunted biomes? What's the really, really nicey, you know, frolicking unicorns one? Mirthful or whatever? Mirthful, that's it, yeah. So I found my answer to, to the to the zombies and and things like that by embarking to a mirthful uh biome
0: yeah (laughs) and i think those go away the more or the older the world's got seems to be what i'm taking away from that like
1: could be because this is a 150 world that i that i embarked i didn't pick this mirthful place on purpose i did the search for it on um by you know, choosing that there was a river that it had, you know, doing the, the the embark location finder Yeah. stuff that I usually do. And it just so happened that it. I, I get there on the map and I notice that it's been like two years and I've not been attacked by anything yet. Yeah. And then I, I look around a little bit closer and I see unicorns. I'm like, oh, Beautiful. this must be one of those really happy places.
0: Yeah, there's like bubble blub or something. That's one of the things that you can find there. It sounds like the most cheery thing in the world. I love it. Uh, yeah, I think I think the flaw here for me is the older the world, the more difficult the world is to play is, is kind of what I'm concluding from all this. Do you guys see that, Roland? Have you ever... How, how are you doing with the, the old worlds?
2: Oh, um, okay. To be honest, I already have trouble making them because my PC is not that good. And it takes hours to get like an older world right. in which people are still somewhat alive but i had this project where i'm playing a world from year five and while i'm only at year i don't know 300 400 something so it's not that old it's already really really dead because i killed so many civilizations raided things and killed most of the uh, remaining monsters it is a bit thin on interesting civilization. But old worlds seem to have either a extreme influx on uh, visitors in my taverns, because I have one... Okay, I, I have to start early, I think, because in school... I I have Dwarf Fortress on my portable SD card, so I start it up and generate worlds in school while I'm at lunch. It works great because the computers are great in my school. Um, So I had this world, which actually generated uh, to the age of 1050, and my tavern was full of visitors when I played that. And I'm not talking about, like, 10, 15. I'm talking the maximum number in the um, Lazy New Pack is is originally 80. And I had 80 in my tavern at all times. So it was completely stocked with uh, visitors. And when one dude left, the next person came in. So it was always at 80. I had... Some necromancers, but they, they they concentrated more on the southern hemisphere on my continent. But I did have a massive goblin problem, so to say. Uh, the, the goblins already had eradicated all humans. I don't know, I wouldn't... Okay, getting back to your question, because I feel like I'm derailing a bit. Yeah... Older worlds are a bit more hard to play, but usually I feel it is because uh, the the population has thinned out and you either have a dead world with only necromancers and zombies or a goblin
1: world. So evil usually triumphs over good... Yeah, That's what I'm hearing here.
2: It's either because, well, necromancers and zombies do not die from old age, or goblins that do not die from old age, but have uh, some armor and weapons they can craft. While elves don't die from old age as well, let's be honest, a bark armor is not that effective. <laughs> and humans just, I don't know, they are... A bit aggressive, but they're not good. I've never had a world, I've never seen a world where the humans actually were the strongest force. I had many worlds where humans either didn't exist or died out. Hey, Roland. Yeah?
1: You talked about uh, running uh, this running Dwarf Fortress off of an SD card. So it stays self-contained on that SD card, and you just execute it from there, and all your saves go back to there. Is that is that right? Yes, sir. Even whenever I transport it by a SD card, I always put it on a hard drive. I've, I guess that I, I'm still stuck in an age where SD cards are too slow to to run things on.
2: <laughs> yeah, normally, normally yes, but it it works. It works. I didn't really have any problems with it because the processing of the world is still a bit slower than the actual
1: what's it called like, the gameplay part? transfer rate ah, uh, I gotcha so you, it, it's fine You what, what were you about to say Tony? I was going to say I've done it on a
0: USB 3 um, thumb drive that works pretty well oh yeah, um, they work really good yeah. as long as you get one with fast read and write speeds it's it's great um,
1: was that but, with full uh, full gameplay not just building the world yeah but I, actual... did, I did the
0: whole thing yeah because I you know when I was playing between multiple PCs or whatever it would be nice to sort of have a portable world
1: yeah yeah put it on your keychain and and just carry dwarf fortress wherever you go dwarfs anywhere <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah So there was this post on Reddit, and I don't know the full detail of it, but it was it, it posted yesterday, I think, and it got like over a thousand upvotes, like almost instantly, and everyone's giving it awards. So what is this among dwarves phenomenon?
2: Well, <laughs>
1: I didn't really understand it from the from the from the subreddit post. It, yeah, is it yeah. more than just somebody? Uh, pasting together some pictures that they pulled from Dwarf Fortress?
2: Yes, yes, it is more because um, I'm not sure why or when it really happened but the internet has been exploding uh, over the game Among Us which is a do you know uh, TTS or Traitor Game uh, from uh, what's it called uh, Gary's Mod? Um, uh, I don't. Okay, good. Because that was my childhood, I guess. Um, (laughs) It's a game in which you play with friends and one of you is a traitor and the traitor has to kill the others while the others have to kill the traitor. But only the traitor knows that he is the traitor. Gotcha. So the, the others have to find out who is... Uh, The evil man. And the evil man has to hide in between the the others. It's a very basic game concept. And Among Us is really... It's not a huge game. But it seems it has gotten a lot of attention in the last few months even. And it, it just exploded completely. And the internet is full of it. So now somebody tried to make a post a cross-referencing Among Us to Dwarf Fortress, in which dwarves not try to find an imposter or traitor, but a vampire. And, um, well, if you saw the other original Among Us memes, it is it is really funny how fitting it is when you as the player is trying out to, to, to find out the, the vampire in your fortress. And you're like, is it you? And you kill somebody or or banish somebody, and it wasn't the vampire, and the killing still <laughs> goes on, and you're like, oh, no. Whoops.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that makes the uh, that last frame look better. It, it looks like that they threw the, the suspect into a lava pit, and then it says that he wasn't the vampire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but why was everybody called Yurist?
2: Like everyone in the whole fort, the whole fort seems to have been called that. Well, I think that's a Dwarf Fortress meme because everybody is just called Uris mech whatever the hell.
1: He controls our our, our email too.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's and strange. I am called Uris. Citizen spikes on yes. the server.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if there was a.
2: So if it, if,
0: yeah, I was like, "What mod? What fresh hell made that happen?" <laughs> everybody has the same name. That sounds complicated. Yeah. I get it. it really is, uh, yeah. There was definitely something fun.
1: Maybe he came in and nicknamed them all, or maybe there is an all urist plugin. If there isn't now. I'm
2: sure there will be with Steam. All Ur- oh my god, I would play that. It sounds horrible.
1: So that makes that that uh, that subreddit post make more sense now. And and since uh, a bunch of the people on the subreddit probably also play that um that among us then maybe that makes more sense. Uh, the person who posted that was and you know, it's hard to pronounce usernames, but it's spelled E N I T E R I S Eneteris Eneteris. So yeah, that was that was cool. That was a really, really popular uh Tor Fortress subreddit posting. Interesting.
2: Oh my God! Imagine a Among Us mod for Dwarf Fortress. Oh, oh, wow! Yeah, there you go. Okay. okay. No, I'm <laughs> fantasizing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfect. You should better get get, get cracking. Yeah, you, you could probably turn. Something they had like
1: talked that. about possibly putting in campaigns and tutorials into Dwarf Fortress to help people learn, and it's probably not going into the initial Steam release. But for ever since I've been playing the game they have mentioned offhandedly about possibly having those sort of things to help people learn how to play the game. And I could certainly imagine there being an among us uh, scenario, an among us campaign to where the whole point of the thing is for you to to find the infiltrator. That'd be pretty cool.
0: The future is very bright with this, um, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm glad this
1: probably was something.
0: The other thing I think is really interesting right now is uh, what do you call it? That uh, that that uh, that streamer, that uh, that guy that makes videos on YouTube. the RL about before uh, <laughs> the other one that does the cool drawings. <laughs> the, the man, yeah, uh, that, the drawing. Oh, drawing yeah, man. yeah, drawing the man, drawing man, it's, 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 smash. It's um, that's extraordinary I, I don't know if you've if you've caught up on the latest but uh it's,
1: yes i have uh yeah i have unfortunately been slacking on my krug smash uh, watching well but is this still the uh that same series that he had just started after uh after the last one that i can't remember the name of
0: yeah yeah so it's the it's the sequel to
1: not chamber
0: pots bucket gap or whatever the other one was called chamber pots not chamber pots uh, that, that name becomes real appropriate though. like, you, you, sort of get what the guy's been. And, and like all of a sudden the new one, the newest episode, you're just like, oh, I see what you were doing. You rotten swine. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, I get what you've been doing. Um, yeah. So I, I would definitely recommend if you, if you haven't watched all of them and you're like, man, what are, what are we talking about? Just skip to the current one. Sorry, Mr. YouTube guy, um, but definitely Chamber view, Point. Chamber, Chamber point. point, yeah. So That's anyway, it. he's he's insane. He's he's so insane. It's like it's incredible what he's doing and how, how he's playing the long game now is totally evident and awesome. Uh, so yeah, hats off to that dude for constantly exceeding expectations because this new one is just totally insane what he's doing and how he's playing the game now, um, doing things. I'm guessing that uh, Tarn probably didn't envision when he added these features to the game but um
1: yeah so i, th- I think the last uh, the last episode that i have actually seen for Chamberpoint is uh, episode 4 the angry tournament
0: yeah so so it
1: sounds like five and six there's a plot twist in here huh
0: yeah all of it starts to make sense um i mean you kind of start seeing a little a little foreshadowing in in five and then in six you're like oh i see what you've done um
1: yeah okay well i know now where two hours of mine the remainder of my weekend are going to go
0: yeah i would recommend it like it's it's um it's pretty solid, <laughs> I would say. It's, it's probably some of the best work he's done. Awesome. Um, so it's so awesome to see him just, like, continuing to improve. And, like, his editing's getting better. His sound design's getting better. His Yeah, I mean, he's just... It's so cool to see somebody, like, somebody's creativity kind of evolve and grow and just really land it and nail it. So, man. Looking forward to seeing what what he does. Yeah,
1: I was I was a little concerned that he might be getting getting uh, becoming a victim of burnout. Oh with, uh, I know. So and, and it's not don't get me wrong, it's not anything about the quality of his work, but I know that that uh, he's done a lot and every
0: week he's putting uh, those out. I I mean I know now he thankfully is taking a break every couple weeks, but I'm like, Nate, please don't bring yourself yeah. out. <laughs> like whatever you need to do to look after yourself, dude, do it because we need more of this stuff and it's in nobody's best interest for you to get burned out. So anyway, I hope he's enjoying it still. And it's not feeling like a slog because it's, it certainly is getting, it it certainly is, you know, not that it was ever not good. It was just, it's just fascinating to see how much it's improving and and how much he's growing. So pretty, pretty rad.
1: Yeah. So I'm really now looking forward to watching, watching those. So that's going to happen tonight. Awesome. Get some popcorn
0: yeah then you load up your own fort and you're like oh i should probably learn how screw pump stacks work properly
1: bay 12 games dev notes came out and um he comments on the effects that the uh that the smoke has had on his development routine it's not done in any. Yeah, favors. he doesn't
0: much care for that. Yeah, it's it's not great. I mean, it's been a little rough. I know that up north, those guys in in Pacific Northwest definitely had a rough run of it. Yeah, it's been sucky. So well, hopefully, all that stuff's done for now, and we can.
1: You had a pretty bad there for a while where you lived, didn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, we had it bad, but it wasn't like you know it was in some of the places like Portland or whatever, where you know. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of days of pretty insane stuff, but uh, nothing like what they're getting up there. So,
1: well, they were telling you, you know, not to vacuum for stirring up smoke particles. Totally,
0: yeah, it was pretty lame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad things are getting back to normal. Let's Get that steam release out, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. He uh, released a uh, through Kitfox, and I guess it was on the on Steam. Released a Autumn Update. Uh, it is is really cool. It's it's nice. There's actual gameplay. From, for like the seven minutes long of the video, it is showing actual gameplay of Dwarf Fortress with the new graphics and the new interface. So it is, it's really exciting. Really looking forward to it. Glad they posted that.
0: It's really nice to see him in those updates, too. Like, I think that's really cool. I'm glad they're doing that. I hope that's not too stressful or difficult for him because it's pretty neat to see.
1: He made a comment. He had made a comment, that, I think it was on the PAX video, at least in one recent interview, he had made the comment something about along the lines of deadlines, and he clarified in on Bay 12 Games, he clarified, because apparently someone had taken from that, that Kit Fox was pressuring him to hit deadlines and he's like no 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 it's they're they're if anything they're telling me to take more time off but yeah but uh but yeah it's it's self-imposed deadlines which is nice to hear he's he said that uh, a lot of that comes from his roots in academia that uh that deadlines are something that you don't want to let slip and he's i don't know if he mentioned that there are contract deadlines but i don't know how solid those are you know but so it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I
0: don't see Kit Fox as the kind of place that's going to send a bunch of lawyers of baseball bats over to his house or anything They <laughs> doesn't seem like the type. But uh, hey, you know, um, I, I'm that just glad be, that he's able to work on it and we're all going to get something cool here. Yeah, that will be
1: goblins with maces Goblin elves with, with, with maces. maces. Elves with grown birch, birch maces. Birches.
0: Well, the logs are heavy, so I get
1: it. <laughs> yeah okay all right. Let' take a look at the notes here, see if there's anything else I definitely want to cover um pop. got anything you want to add there cetism spikes
2: <laughs> um yeah, th- th- that is now my official name. I will call myself Uris from now on. Um, but no, I don't really have anything to. Oh, I do have anything to add. Um. Okay, so it's more of a question, and I don't really want an answer. But how deep do you think I went into like the Dwarf Fortress mindset when I start to draw? Uh layouts fort layouts on paper instead of actually playing the game I think that's reasonable
0: I, I I feel like that's not too over the top you can't always be building so I too yeah. will
1: admit to being way too far deep into it by sketching out fortress layouts on paper so so if you are too deep down the the dwarf mine hole then uh, I guess we are too because I not only do that I I have put it on graph paper and
2: Ooh. <laughs> oh okay 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 so, so I'm not oh, completely paper, gone all right.
1: too, well, to just hear. because just because I put it on graph paper and tried to calculate the most efficient way to to route my dwarves just because I do that does not mean that you are not too deep You can certainly be too deep, and uh, so could I. But, you know, who cares? (laughs) Too deep is not deep enough.
0: With with kindred spirits here, so that's all I'll say. There's no no judgment. All right, guys. Okay, everybody. Back back to the forts.
1: Y'all take care, and we will... Catch everybody would like to throw out one more time. If you would like to stop by and say hi, drop us an email at erst at com That is U R I S T at DFRoundtable.com. And we'll get that set up. Alright, guys. Y'all take it easy.
0: See ya. Yep. Bye. Take care. Take it easy, guys.
1: This has been Dwarf Fortress Roundtable, the podcast for all things Dwarfy. You can find all our past episodes at dfroundtable.com. Please stop by and leave a comment or suggestion in the comments section for this episode. While you're there, you can subscribe to Dwarf Fortress Roundtable or find us in the podcast service of your choice. Music for this episode is from filmmusic.io. Sky Q. Ellen and Folk Round are both by Kevin McLeod. You can find more music from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Please consider donating to the creators of Dwarf Fortress at bay12games.com. If you'd like to help support Dwarf Fortress Roundtable, you can find us on Patreon. Links to all of these are in the show notes.